Terry, 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 Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? This is the 2020 Chi-Towns Clash Talk Podcast. After week one, half of us are feeling just like Terry Collins. Our asses are in the jackpot, and I'm one of them. Week one is down, and all of us losers are frustrated. You winners are probably feeling really good, but between the Yahoo glitches, coronavirus, postponed games skip starts. Fuck. I don't know where to keep up. There were some big surprises in the league and there were some big duds laid by some big managers, myself included. Either way, we're going to have a weekly baseball tonight and it starts in three, two, one. And welcome to Baseball Tonight with your host, Danny Axelrod. And my guest this week, we have Andy McPhail, the defending champ. Michael Shamble, how you doing? I'm doing good. We've got baseball. we got baseball, and it's a, it's an exciting time. It's a frustrating time as well um, with, with a lot of the things going on. But we, I, I think we would all agree that some baseball is better than nothing, right? Yes, I, I can agree with that. Absolutely. All right, so let's take a look around the league. Uh, week one is passed, and um, like I mentioned, many managers are upset, but there's also six managers that are pretty happy with the way things went so far. So we got a 50-50 league. Um, so let's take a look at our first matchup. It was, uh, I would say, probably our, our most interesting matchup, our most competitive matchup, um, and that comes from White Lightning and Shooter McGavin in the Ken Griffey Jr. division. Um, it was a 5-4 victory um, by Shooter, barely um, – edging out white lightning um super close if if, if you look at the offensive stats um, white lightning edged him by one run 53 runs to 52 white lightning edged him um 14 home runs to 13 home runs uh sure mcgavin edged him 47 rbis to 42 rbis um big 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 week from aaron judge white lightning yep. would not be in that position to even compete if it wasn't for Aaron Judge. Six bombs, 14 home runs, an OPS over 1,000. Um, really big stuff there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with all that. It was a close matchup, but I wouldn't feel good if I was either of these two teams. Uh, and why do you say it, that? Well, you know, if you're White Lightning, it came into the season with high expectations from the projection guys. Uh, 
he had an all-time good week from Aaron Judge. Six homers and 14 RBI from one player. Uh-huh. And that was that was enough to barely win uh, runs, homers, and OPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pitching pitching was rough. Uh, it, it, not not the worst we saw in the league, but you know you you got to you got to try to capitalize on weeks when you have uh, when you have an Aaron Judge week like that. Absolutely. I mean, um, some positives. I mean, we haven't really talked too much about Shooter, but um, seven he got unlucky. bases. He actually got unlucky with his ERA because. Uh, his whip was good. His whip was good. His K per nine was pretty respectable as well. Yeah, um, and like you, you were just saying, the stolen bases at seven. I think that led the league. I think so too. And and um, the offensive output was 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 solid. Um, a big big contributor for him. Um, for um, who are we talking about? Shooter. I'm sorry. Um, Trevor Story. Nine runs, four bombs, five RBIs two stolen bases. I mean, that's, that's, that's a huge week too. That is. And that comes on only three games at cores. It's not like he was there the whole time. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, moving forward here, let's, let's jump into the next matchup. Uh, We're going to take a look at Domingo Herman Marquez and don't rock the Bodie. And this was a big rivalry game um, for Domingo and, um, and, and don't rock the Bodie because they both have a little, um, a little rivalry. I mean, uh, don't rock the Bodie came on the podcast a couple of weeks back and he really, you know, he, he took some jabs at, um, at Domingo and, and, and sure shit Domingo. <laughs> I mean, he laid the smack down on him. I mean, eight to one big win by Domingo makes a statement thoughts. Here. It's a, it's a statement win for sure. I think this was our most balanced matchup and probably our best one of the week, even though it, the final score was eight to one. I know. And, and, and I feel for Cheech, um, a little bit because if he would have played just about anyone else, I mean, his offense, his, his offensive output, 51 runs, 16 bombs, 51 RBIs. I mean, that's, that's th- three swipes. I mean, that's, that's pretty respectable. That'll probably win you most weeks. Yeah. Um, but pitching on both sides was, it was, it was below average. I think we would say um, there are some, some high points. I mean, do Domingo did have a 1.03 whip and five quality starts, so I think he'll take that. Yeah. Um, but some 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 key performers here for for Domingo. I mean, Domingo went off for 58 runs, 20 bombs, 53 RBIs. I mean, Muncie had three for him. Ozuna had three. I mean, Luis Robert had a real nice week for him. Um, yeah, you look at his lineup, and there are very few weak spots in it. You yeah, know, he didn't he didn't even get much from uh, Trey Turner, who I think was a second round pick what, uh, at the draft. So yes, yes, and um, and <laughs> ironically, if you look at his pitching staff, the person that anchored his pitching staff was Domingo Herman. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, you know, Marquez. I'm so, sorry, D- D- yeah, uh, you know, Marquez. Sometimes it pays off to give a guy confidence by naming your team after him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at Marquez. He he had two starts, a 1.54. Uh, ERA 0.86 whip. I mean, uh, K per nine over 10. Um, a nice week for him. Um, don't yeah, rock the Bodie. Unfortunately. Think, um, don't rock the Bodie. Um, I mean, he had Baez with three bombs. Um, he had Kepler with three bombs. Uh, Merrifield. And, and Merrifield with a big week for him, too. So, I mean, I know don't rock the Bodie's not sitting really good right now um, in terms of his record, uh, one, eight, and one. But, uh, I mean, he has to feel pretty good about his offense, at least, right? 
you know, I, I would say so probably, but at the same time, I don't know if he's going to get these weeks again from some of these guys. Yeah. Like who? Um, well, the, the power is not going to be there for Merrifield in that Royals lineup throughout no, the whole se- no, season. No, uh, yeah, that was kind of fluky for sure. Yeah. I, on the flip side though, Matt Chapman hasn't really gotten going yet. Uh, Real Muto still, you know, top two, two or three catcher at worst. So yeah, he, there's some room for improvement for sure. For sure. Um, let's take a look. Let's, let's uh, hop around. This is probably our, I don't even really want to call this a matchup. Um, <laughs> I know um, which one you're talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was saved by the Bellinger, uh, Nick and Wolf. And then we had steel, steel team six, uh, the franchise. And um, I don't want to spend too much time on this one and no disrespect to those managers, but I mean, the matchup was, it was, it was awful. I mean, I like me personally, like I didn't have a good week, but if I would have played any of these guys, I think I would have won eight or nine to one. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty ugly. Franchise won OPS by 50 points with a 649. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. How does that happen? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the week lasted, I think it consisted of 10, 10 or 11 days of games. And yeah. Saved by the Bellinger won the home run total by one with eleven. Uh, it's it doesn't look good. No, uh, and for for franchise, uh, he looks like he's in big trouble here. Uber he, Uber went down, and he was relying on two or three pitchers as is. Yeah, and 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 he was relying on Reynaldo Lopez, and he couldn't even get out of the first inning of his first start. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, franchise, you you uh. You made mention that you felt disrespected um, on the last <laughs> podcast, and I don't think you had a whole lot of room to talk, to be honest with you. I mean, two stolen bases, a 5.44 team ERA. I mean, it's, 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 this was not a pretty match up here. No, sir. One, one bright spot I, I did want to highlight uh, for Saved by the Bellinger. I mean, Sonny Gray really showed up. I mean, a point, two starts, point. 0.71 ERA, 0.55 WHIP, a K per nine above 14, and two quality starts. I mean, that's that's pretty damn impressive. It is, and uh, for for saved by the Bellinger, things are going to get a lot better on offense. You know, he he barely got any games out of Yelich and Harper because of uh, postponements. Yeah. And, so and and yeah, I I mean, obviously, there's there's going to be things like this after week one um, with all the right. postponements and things like that, but. Um, I mean, overall, generally speaking, I mean, that was a very, very weak matchup. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one here. Uh, it was another bloodbath. A little surprise here. I mean, um, Barry Bombs and, and um, Smell the Glove. Um, Smell the Glove. Beef Bialik from over over the lake. Uh, Poland showing up big time. Eight to one. I- Called him out uh, to be a sleeper on our prediction podcast with you, Leahy. You did it. You are looking – that prediction's looking really good because his team, I mean, was very well-rounded. Um, the big, big, big contributors, um, Luke Voigt, three bombs. Um, Corey Seager, three bombs. Um, who am I missing? Um, uh, Tommy Pham, five steals. Yeah. Tommy Pham, five swipes. Um, Xander Bogarts, three bombs, nine RBIs. Um, yep. And his pitching staff, I mean, just, just going through this, he had – so Smell the Glove had 56 runs, 17 bombs, 51 RBIs, five swipes. Um, 
his pitching though, two point five seven ERA. His WHIP was a zero point eight three, a K per nine over twelve, five quality starts, five net saves. I mean, just a really balanced week from from Bruce Bielek. Yeah, he looks real good. Um, Barry Bombs though, um, he was a guy. I mean, big year last year. Got third. Um, I thought his offense was going to be pretty consistent. I thought it was going to be the strength of his team. And he he only managed to put out seven seven home runs and forty five RBIs. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, kind of kind of a bad showing for him. I mean, um, Chris Bryant. I mean, really hasn't gotten things going yet. I mean, um, Conforto and Reese Hoskins um, hasn't Trout. played much. Yeah, Trout. Um, I mean, he has a lot of missing pieces here. Um, he does, but at the same time, though, I'd I'd be concerned for some of these guys like Hoskins and. Um... And Mon- Mondesi is now a good, and he's already banged up. Yeah, and and, and a leg injury too. So that's that's yeah. not that's not looking good. And 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 to put a feather in in, in Beef Bilek's cap too, he did this all without Austin Meadows and Juan Soto. So he's going to get those two back. True, he's going to get those two back. Uh, it's it might be pretty scary down there in the in the uh, Griffey division for everyone else because smell the glove is coming. Yeah, he is. And I just got to say, Sheamus has made 49 moves already. 49? You got you to gotta get more than one win after 49 moves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, he must have a lot of thoughts going through his mind. I, I think those thoughts have to be centered around uh, making a trade or something. <laughs> we haven't seen a trade yet. We have not seen one yet. Yeah, I wrote down some overall league notes, and uh, I, I was surprised that we haven't seen any trades. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. My my thinking, I think people are afraid to sell sell low on some of their star players, and people are afraid to buy high on some of these no name guys that no one's heard heard of because it's just such a unique year. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, we've got two more matchups. Um, we're going to the Cal Ripken division. It was. It wasn't a matchup. I'm just going to call it a bloodbath. Um, it was you, Andy McPhail, um, and trust the process. And I, I don't know how much longer Shane can trust the process because, um, <laughs> I mean, he's he's chasing eight already. Um, and, yeah, his his, his pitching was, was well behind. I mean, you had a, an average offensive week, I would say, maybe slightly above average with 51 runs, 14 bombs, 47 RBIs. Um, yeah, it, it evened out to about middle of the pack on most of those categories, I think. Yeah, but your pitching is what really put you over the top. And, I, I mean, that was expected with the staff that you had. I mean, a 2.16 team ERA. I mean, that's over 79 innings, too. A 0.91 whip, a K per nine over 10, four quality starts, four net saves. I mean, that's that's got to be tops in the league. Yeah, it feels good when uh when a plan comes together. <laughs> um, some some key contributors here. Um, I mean Nelson Cruz specifically against the White Sox in that series. I mean, um, he finished the week with three bombs, twelve RBIs, um, looking like a MVP front runner to start the year. And then you also have a, the Cy Young. I mean, I'm 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 going to call him the Cy Young. Uh, Shane, <laughs> Shane Justin Bieber here, fourteen scoreless innings and a K per nine over seventeen. I mean that's. That's just video game stuff right there. Just beastly, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's 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 gonna be very tough to compete um 
on a weekly basis with you in terms of pitching? Yeah, uh, really only by like, uh, I, he probably had a slightly better pitching week than me, but nobody else was really close. No, granted, it's only it's only one week, but it is, it is. Yeah, one one guy I do feel sorry for um, is Francisco Lindor. I mean, he he's he's a stud, and he's stuck on such a shitty team. I mean, um, <laughs> poor guy. And just to be clear, we're not talking about the Indians. No, we're not talking about the Indians. We're talking about this uh, trust the process. I think he he's more. Lindor wants to be part of a win now organization, not this process bullshit. Yeah, um, Lindor's in for a long haul here, I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. Man, would be nice to have a guy like that in my division. Yeah, and if you want to see a prime example of poor management, uh, I gotta, I gotta point out that Shane dropped that uh akiyama guy on the reds like two hours ago uh-huh. and then and then picked him right back up there were no moves in between so, so he's so just he start, he's just moves. starting the week yeah he's just starting the week a move down from everybody else two moves down then or or did he just one he he dropped him and then added him back oh okay okay yeah i i mean that's that's good management 101 if you ask me yeah. All right. And last but not least, kind of a surprise. Uh, me and Leahy here, grab your ankles, Danny Axelrod. Um, you know, Leahy came out big, man. He 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 sucker punched me, man. I wasn't expecting He did. It. And we had a lot of eyeballs on this matchup. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely did. Um last minute I one one gripe I have is I had five stolen bases all week and then there was a, a stack correction and I, I got one taken away, so I lost the point there. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so I ended up losing 6-3 instead of 6-4. Um, I guess Vlad Jr. last Sunday had a stolen base that was ultimately deemed not a stolen base, so kind of got whacked there. But, um, yeah, yeah, this matchup isn't about me, though. It's about Leahy and his offense that really showed up. Uh, 54 runs, 18 bombs, 55 RBIs. Um, and, and to be totally honest with you, he was chasing stolen bases for the second half of last week and was benching some of his power hitters, he could have easily had over 20 home runs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Easily. And, you know, I, I, I got to admit to uh, eating some crow on uh, Nick Castellanos because I, in my preview for Leahy, I said that he overdrafted. Oh, him, but... yeah, that's that's not looking like the case. No, sir. Yeah. He looks real good in a Reds uniform. Yeah, and, 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 and the thing, you look at Leahy's lineup, it's it's very it was very balanced. I mean, he had Rizzo with three bombs, but he had – Jose Ramirez with two and Schwarber with two. And then friggin' Michael fucking Yastrzemski, that son of a bitch. Seven runs, two home <laughs> runs, five, five RBIs, and OPS over 11 or over 1,000. I mean. And, hey, you know, he's he's a replacement type player, but you got to give it up to good management when you see it. I, I, I guess. Wait, we got a short season. Pick up a guy who's hot, plug him in there. What, what else can you do? I, I know. I know. I know, but um, yeah, and then his pitching staff, Lance Lynn, two quality starts, doesn't give up any runs, I, and you watch, and, and I watch some some of him pitching. I mean, he honestly throws a fastball like 85% of the time, and people can't hit it. I, I, it just amazes me. He's, he's the Mariano Rivera of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can live with, uh, you know, I was expecting Scherzer, you know, to to show up. You know, he had, he had a rough first start, but his K per nine, I mean, 14.92. Uh, 
Um, he had a nice bounce back start from Giolito. Um, yeah. I, I mean, his pitching staff started off kind of weak, but they all bounced back. And um, I mean, granted, he didn't win too many categories. Uh, I think he only won K per nine in quality starts. So he won two of the five, um, but he still had a 3.27. And, um, and, and yeah, I think that probably would have been uh, a good six or seven teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then on my end, I mean, my offense just was completely anemic. Completely. I, I mean, just. I mean, big big bats missing. Matt Olson, you know, did nothing. Arenado did nothing. Buxton, nothing. Um, I mean, Torres, Bregman really didn't do much either. I, I mean, if it wasn't for Gallo and Kyle Lewis, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be right there with Saved by the Bellinger. <laughs> yeah. The, the Arenado week is very bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- that probably just means he's due for a scorcher. I, I hope you're right because uh, I'm losing hair by the minute here, and I, I just uh, – yeah, um, I'm, I'm – <laughs> I think I get the perfect matchup this week against uh franchise because the way his team's looking, uh, I could really put a few lumps on his head if, uh, if uh, all goes well. That should help right the ship. You know, we, we were saying that your division is probably the toughest coming into the season and it might not be that way. So no, it, it, it might actually be the weakest as of right yeah, now, so, as of right so now. So you can, you can uh, potentially beat up on a couple of teams there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so right now, our current standings has you in first place, has Smell the Glove in second, Saved by the Bellinger third, which, um, I mean, that's just kind of by default. Uh, Domingo in fourth, um, just because he, he, he's behind you. So, so it goes, the, 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 the top three division leaders get the top three seeds no matter what. And then like Correct. the next three are wild cards. Um, then you have grab your ankles, Leahy uh, in fifth, and then Shooter McGavin sixth. So, so those are your six playoff teams as of right now. Not what we would have predicted uh, a week and a half ago. No, definitely not. Um, and providing a little outlook to week two. Um, so I have myself playing uh, franchise steel team six. You have Domingo. That's a big. That's a big time matchup right there. It is. If if one of us can blow out the other person, that puts them in the driver's seat, seat to win this league, I think. Yep. And then you have Barry Bombs and White Lightning. Um, if Barry Bombs doesn't show up, his season might be over. Um, you have Grab Your Ankles, Saved by the Bellinger. Should two top teams in um, in the Tony Gwynn division. Then you should you, see some offense in that one. Absolutely. And then you got Smell the Glove, Shooter McGavin, um, you know, the two top teams in the Griffey division. So yeah, but Bilek will be looking to make some separation there. Yeah. And then you got trust the process and don't rock the Bodie. I know they're the two last place teams right now, but I think don't rock the Bodie uh, could really turn his, his fortunes around. Yep. That's a loser leaves town matchup. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that, that kind of concludes our baseball tonight segment for week one. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Week two will be coming next Monday. Um, and we will have some more guests joining us next week. Um, good luck to everyone this week besides uh, franchise for me and uh, <laughs> and Domingo for you, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I need uh, some good luck to come my way. All right. Well, hopefully baseball keeps going and um, you guys enjoyed the podcast. So thanks, thanks for joining me this week, uh, Shambo, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. All right. Goodbye.